one car, two drivers, three wheels, 34 days, 3,500 miles around India. This is the Trans India Challenge podcast. Welcome to the third Trans India Challenge podcast with me, Peter Brill. With just a few days to go before the first members of the team arrive in India, we're talking Morgan, makers of the three-wheeler that will leave Mumbai on February the 1st for a 3,500-mile adventure around India. We start with Morgan Chief Executive Steve Morris, who offers an insight into the challenge a 110-year-old car manufacturer faces in today's auto industry. Morgan has evolved uh, massively from in the last in the last 35 years and in fact if you take each period of time over that 35 years or 37 years I've been here it's evolved and I think what you'll hear today from anybody you speak to in the industry we'll we'll see and we will witness more change in the automotive industry in the next five to ten years than we've seen in the last hundred the technical requirements to manufacture and produce a niche bespoke small um, volume sports car today is ever increasingly challenging but we raise to that challenge we rise to that challenge and we um, we make sure that our cars are approved to to all of these legislative requirements globally and when it comes to the story of the Morgan three-wheeler who better to tell it than Charles Morgan grandson of the cars inventor Henry Morgan I caught up with Charles at the victory mog event in Norfolk in the UK early last year my grandpa was at the birth of the car really so he had a garage and uh, serviced sort of big cars his interest was really bicycles because he'd been an engineer and gone to crystal palace and he loved the idea of bicycles um he thought the big cars were too expensive too big so he built himself a sort of um, a frame a bicycle frame with lugs and tubes that went into the lugs very very sort of sturdy very strong very stiff he put a little Peugeot engine on the front of it and whizzed around Morven. Anyway, long story short, it was very popular and he took it to Olympia, got lots and lots of orders and he became a car manufacturer, more by default than anything else because he wanted somebody to build it for him but uh, nobody would. So <laughs> he, he tapped his dad, who was a, a rector, who was reasonably well off, to start a little car company in the back of the garage and that's how Morgan started. But yeah, basically with the three-wheeler design, similar to this, but, uh, but much more simple. When we reintroduced it in 2011, I wasn't sure, you know, with modern road conditions and modern safety, I thought, well, you know, perhaps this is a bridge too far. But having said that, it comes under motorcycle regulations, so it's a lot easier to homologate a, a three-wheeler than it is a big aero or a big, big four-wheeled car. So um, we went ahead with it, and actually, to be honest, it's just such fun to drive because it's so light. So I think the principles still work today, which is basically lightweight and a nice, torquey, big engine on the front. There is a, a movement now, I think, for cars to either be completely different, completely individualistic, or, you know, electric and, you know, something which everybody has to have because, you know, they want the personal mobility. Steve Morris takes up the modern-day three-wheeler story. So if I think back to 2010, well, actually 2009, um, I was, uh, we were doing a bit of research and thinking about products, and it transpired that there was a chap in America who, who'd taken an interest in, in recreating uh, what, what was actually a Liberty 8, but looked like a Morgan three-wheeler. And um, 
you know, I went out to America and we looked at it and it was something that I brought back to the board at Morgan and the family and it was very, at the time, it was very much, why would we do a three-wheeler? Well, I think, if you think about Morgan and 1909, 110 years ago, where did we start our life? Um, we started, the whole company was formed based on the three-wheeler. Uh, we looked at that internally and thought, if there is one company in the world that's got the authenticity and the right to reproduce and recreate a modern interpretation of that three-wheeler, it, it is Morgan. And, and the Mor Morgan three-wheeler was reborn at that point. Uh, and I think it's been a fantastic halo product for Morgan. It's, it's, it's sh shone a light and, and really put a focus onto the whole Morgan company. Uh, and we've made, since that time, we made 2,500. Uh, three wheelers again it's it's a disruptive product in the marketplace it was interesting it was different and it was su sufficiently different to challenge people's perception about motoring again and actually put the fun back into we you know we we pride ourselves on making uh, sports car and all of our products that are fun to drive and you are the pilot and I think the three wheeler epitomizes that whole story so, faced with a 3,500-mile trip on India's roads, how will the car stand up to the challenge? On a recent visit to the Morgan factory, I was met at the three-wheeler workshop by the one man who should know the answer to that question better than anyone else. I'm Lee Jenkins and I built the Morgan three-wheeler that's doing the Trans-India Challenge. I just really enjoy it because it comes in as a rolling chassis and you get to finish it all off, every component of the car to a rolling finished product at the end of it. Totally different to the rest of the factory, you know, it goes around each shop, moves down the line, everybody else does their little bit. But in here, we, it's quite special, we get to do all of it, so it's quite nice, quite proud. Got a proven engine, you've got a tough chassis, you've got a decent bevel box at the back made by Quave. So yeah, it should be fine, I think it'll be good. It's probably very rare that you get to talk to the, the person that you built the car for. Yeah. If you have a message for him, he's driving this with his wife. Um, if you have a message for him for the challenge, what would it be? Just have fun and stay safe. And what are Charles Morgan's thoughts on the adventure? Well, don't hit anything is the, is the answer. The, the nice thing about a three-wheeler, of course, is it's very, very, very nippy. So you can avoid anything. Um, you know, when you're in a big car, it's more difficult to avoid the accident. And, and I would have thought in India, that's the key element really is uh, definitely don't hit a cow. But I mean, you know, just um, be very, very careful about other people. It's, it's not an easy thing to do. And actually, to be honest, I think the, the navigator or the uh, passenger has a tougher time perhaps than the driver. The driver's got a wheel to hang on to and something to think about. Whereas the passenger, you know, only has the heat or whatever it is to, to worry about. I think the best thing of all, though, to be honest, is that the passenger and the driver will experience, you know, all the visceral feeling of being in the country. So, to be honest, that makes up for a lot. I hope they raise a lot, a lot of money um, on the back of this fantastic trip. Also, a great thing for, for Morgan to be in India, because uh, I don't think we've got a dealer there yet, uh, but we should have. And, um, you know, obviously it's potentially a massive market for us. So how proud do you think your grandfather would be? I think Harry would be very, very proud. He was, he was always a man who tested himself and the car to the limits. So in fact, one of the reasons for the three-wheeler's success was the fact that he entered all these um, reliability trials, which the, the idea was to prove that your car was more reliable than somebody else's. That's sort of gone away now, but uh, I suppose these are very much a similar thing. And we'll leave it to Morgan's chief executive, Steve Morris, to have the final word on the subject. 
I think the Morgan three-wheeler is, is, is a, a, again a perfect vehicle for something like the, the Trans India Challenge because of it, the attention it brings, it's differentiated, it's fun, uh, you, you, you are on an adventure in an adventure if that makes sense. So the two things just dovetail together beautifully and I think it, it's part of the whole Morgan story. People, you don't just drive your Morgan A to B, you take your Morgan as part of an adventure. Every journey is different, you are the pilot. It's, we always talk about driving with a smile and sitting there and, and being, being the pilot. And I think it's, the, again, the three-wheeler lends itself to, as, as a four-wheeler Morgan would, it's equally uh, exciting. But I think the three-wheeler is, is so different from a motoring perspective today. People don't see three-wheelers on the road generally. So I think it's just a fantastic product to take this challenge. As with, as with any vehicle, I think you've got to, there's certain considerations to take road conditions. You know, you are on a three-wheeler. So the one thing, uh, and I know Alan will be well-versed in this, but you, it, it's counterintuitive because your driving wheel is in the center of the road. So you tend to drift to miss potholes, but actually your driving wheel is, is you've got a central wheel as well, as well as your two front wheels. The car will perform very well we've done we've done a lot of different challenges in three-wheelers so personally I did the Nord Nordcap challenge which was to Norway and back which was 7,000 miles fantastic challenge three-wheeler early days performed very very well uh, we've done the gumball rally across America in the three-wheeler so you know I have um, uh, every confidence in the world that, that Alan and, and the car will perform very well Steve Morris. And that's it for this episode of the Trans India Challenge podcast. Next time, we'll be hearing more from Morgan about sustainability and recycling, the Morgan brand in India. And we'll also be talking again to Goonj co-founder Anshu Gupta about his experiences that led him to setting up the organisation. And as documentary director David Campbell and I arrive in Mumbai on the 21st of January, we'll be bringing you the first sounds of the city that will host the start of the challenge. In the meantime, keep up to date via Facebook and Instagram at Transindia Challenge and Twitter at Transindia Chal. You can also find out how to make a donation to the Transindia Challenge via social media or through the website www.transindiachallenge.com. Thanks for listening and see you in India. Thank you.